your say. SMS 31702 or 31567 702 and Cape Talk Summer. All right, so we're speaking to our next guest for South Africans doing great things, Sophie A. Kanza. She's the founder of the Sophie A. Kanza Foundation. And just to give you a bit of background, um, the um, Sophie A. Kanza, it was basically started by young people. The organization is led by Sophie and Louise, Louise, uh, Louise, sorry, Kanza, um, who are Congolese sisters who attempt to tackle some social stereotypes in their award-winning Joburg short film. The sisters um, use pan-Africanism to spread love, peace, and and tolerance. Um, they also have just their, their short film, Singabantu, has recently won an international United Nations award. Sophie, welcome to the show. Good evening. Thank you, Lee. Uh, thank you for having us. Thank you so much for being with us, Sophie. So, Sophie, first of all, just um, talk to us. You, you're originally from, from Congo, but you, you basically spent your whole life in South Africa. Yes, um, we're from the DRC, okay. and uh, we moved to South Africa as toddlers. Yes, so basically South Africa is the home that you know, and you, you, you know, you've grown up here. Now, um, yes. let's talk a little bit about your foundation, you know, how it mm-hmm. was started and why you felt the need to start it. Okay, so the foundation was um, officially started in 2014 mm-hmm. by my sister Louise and I. Mm-hmm. And um, growing up in South Africa, we went through a very, very rough time. Um, my my dad is type 2 bipolar, and he was always in and out of institutions. So we basically had to rely on the goodness of people to um, survive. Mm-hmm. So the foundation was originally... um, to pay it forward, you know, to create a culture of good deeds and getting the youth involved in volunteer projects. Mm -hmm. And then uh, in May of this year, we took a more activism-related direction, and um, that's when we started our our Afrophobia Awareness, uh, starting with the video uh, Singabandu. Okay, so now talk to us, you know, how you define um, Afrophobia versus xenophobia. Mm. Yes. So Afrophobia is a, a fear and a hate that is centered towards African immigrants. Mm. Uh, very often in South Africa, we see that African immigrants are treated way worse than European immigrants. And also, I think it's very, it's very important for people to know that there is a distinction between immigrants and migrants and refugees. You know, immigrants come here on with their own will. You know, um, most of the time they're coming here to a job, to a house, to a car. And then migrants and refugees leave their countries, you know, out of fear. They come here with basically only the clothes on their back. Mm. Yes. Okay, I think that, that that is an important distinction to put through, um, you know, the difference between a migrant and an immigrant. Now, this, mm-hmm. now the, the song Singabantu, uh, the, 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 the short film Singabantu has won an international award. We just want to play yeah. a short clip of it so everybody can, can hear the, you know, the visual, uh, the audio, sorry, where that's concerned, okay. and then we'll come back to you. All right. Just Why can't I be more than just a car guard? A pimp. A drug lord. A job thief. The face of cheap labor. I am more than just a foreigner. 
Why do you insist on killing my soul with your words? Go back to your country. Go back to your country. You don't belong here. Why am I not good enough for you? Go back to your country. You don't belong here. Why do you look at me in the eyes? With skin as black as mine and deny me as your brother. What about me? Look at me. Think of all the dreams that we have in common. I am Zambian. I am your colleague. I am Congolese. I am Malawian. And I am human. I am South African. Your sister of the soil. I am Zimbabwean. And I am your neighbor. I am your friend. Now that's just um you know a bit of a sample from the audio of um of this short film that was put together by Sophie, Sophie and her sister Louise Kanza um you know just basically talking about afrophobia you can give us a call on 011-883-0702 or if you're in Cape Town 0214460056 you can also send us an SMS on 31702 or 31567 and a WhatsApp message to 0727021702 now Sophie just talk to us um, you know about um, what sparked off um, you know this the short film being made uh, singer Bantu I think if I'm not mistaken it had something to do with the um, with the with the the fires that had been started in Rosettenville yeah um, during the service delivery strikes correct mm-hmm. and so my family moved to Rosettenville in 1999 mm. so um, that's the only area that we know mm. and uh, that's where we grew up that's where we went to crash primary mm. school mm. high school um etc so when these um attacks happened in our area so close to home mm. we we felt like we had to speak out mm. um it was supposed to be service delivery strikes by disgruntled residents who had a problem with the drugs and the prostitution in the area, which we are 100% with them in that fight. Mm. And then all of a sudden it turned into, you know, Afrophobic attacks with uh, African nationals' homes were torched and burned to the ground. And, you know, we were scared for the first time because we always felt safe in that area because there were so many migrants Mm. in the area. Mm. And, uh, you know, as a migrant, we tend to congregate and stay in areas where there are people like us, where we feel that we are safe. Mm. Another very big issue is that, you know, growing up, we, we were always um, exposed to, to slurs, and be it at school, be it at home, be it at church, mm. as well as, you know, the institutionalized Afrophobia that we faced. You know, you'd go to home affairs and, you know, um, a Chinese immigrant would be um, escorted in and, you know, jump the queue. And then, you know, the Africans would be in the scorching sun for hours and hours mm. on end. Mm. So these were all... Um, you know, it was it was like a ticking time bomb, mm. and there's just always that. Um, how can I say that? That tension mm. between migrants and locals, mm. and no one is talking about it. You know, no one is 
is bringing it out to, you know, the fourth during calm times. You know, it's only when, when something things explode, yeah. then all of a sudden people want to have a dialogue, but that's not the right time. Yeah. But, so, but, but Sophie, I would, I would also like to ask, you know, do you think that maybe it's perhaps a generational thing? Because, you know, perhaps maybe the millennials and, you know, they have... You know, the millennials have grown up in a very different world in general, mm-hmm. you know. So do you find that with the millennials that people are a lot more open to people who are from different countries and cultures and everything, you know, versus people of an older generation, you know? I'd say yes and no. Um, we like to speak about things on a on a situation basis because I was in grade two, Mm. And, you know, someone came up to me and said, go back to your country. Mm. Um, we don't want guangs here, you mm. know. And that is someone who today is 25, mm. you know. Um, now we've seen a lot of uh, migrants and immigrants finally starting to um, get into the communities, you know, dating locals. Mm. And then those are the ones that become the advocates. Mm. for us yeah but yeah i think a lot of times it is inherited so it's the older generation that that um that gives it to these younger ones and then now they have an inherited hate that has no basis Mm. so those are the issues that we work with with the youth trying to get them to integrate into societies Mm. working together locals and migrants on different projects that allow them to get to know each other and um can, can you give us examples of some of the projects that um that you that you kind of use because i think you know one of the biggest unifiers of the continent um, mm-hmm. in general has been the music industry we've seen a yeah. lot of collaborations with artists you know um from south africa with the rest of the continent and you know mm-hmm. artists from around the continent performing here and you know gaining mm-hmm. their their own kind of base and in south africa similarly south african artists also being celebrated i um, mean other mm-hmm. african countries um so do you think so what what sort of you know projects do you do you work on you know because music is a great way i'd imagine that mm-hmm. food is a great way as well mm-hmm. you know but but talk to us about some of the work that you do where that's concerned okay so we host a bi-annual fundraising project it's called speed dating for charity yeah. and at speed dating for charity we invite um people from all over the world all over africa especially and we do a speed dating session where we get to know each other you know we can speak about our challenges um we also host Afrophobia Conversations, where we get um, stakeholders, community leaders, um, people from different departments. We have uh, immigrants that are contributing positively to society, coming and speaking and sharing their experiences. Because very often we find that, you know, migrants are portrayed as thieves, as car guards, and, you know, all these different stereotypes in the media. Mm. But the media does not talk about migrants that are doing a great job and, you know, ordinary migrants, you know. Um, Like you mentioned, music, um, there's this perception that you have to be a superstar, you know, superstar foreigners and just a foreigner on the street are not the same. There's like a class so th- issue, I, I suppose. There's a class issue, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay. Um, we also have a sanitary tile project that goes across three countries. So it's the DR, Lawi, and South Africa for now. 
So we uh, partner with other youth-led organizations in the different territories, and we are able to fundraise, to collect, and, you know, to to mobilize youth mm. in those three countries to work together, even remotely. It still makes a very big difference just being able to say, I have a friend in Malawi, you know? All right. And and now, Sophia, Sophie, sorry, just to to the award that you guys won, the mm-hmm. International UN Award. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, your sister was the one who directed it, correct, Louise? Yes, so Louise directed it mm-hmm. and wrote uh, the script. Okay. Well, the skeleton script, and then we had the, the different cast members add their own experiences onto that. Mm. And um, since then, she's also... Uh, scored a nomination for the advocate, African Advocate of the Year wow. from the sure. African uh, Youth Awards. So um, we're getting a lot of international and continental attention mm. since winning this award because we were the only African recipients at the entire festival, wow. which was quite sad. But mm. um, So I guess there's a lot of work to do. But we're very excited that, um, you know, now that we've gotten this international recognition, locally also now people want to know what's happening, how can we get involved, mm. how can we lend our voices, which mm. is great. All right. Okay, thank you so much, Sophie, for spending time with us. Um, the founder of the Sophie A. Kanza Foundation.